www.dirtygaming.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino Nine, and Jazzy Fiddle. GameZilla. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the Motor City Gaming Studios, Jazz E. Fiddle. Happy Christmas, everybody, and Merry Hanukkah. <laughs> what, that wasn't right? I, I just laugh at you every time you speak, so. <laughs> that was right. It's good to have you in the studio over right. the holiday. Uh, our producer, the Deadite Knight. Present. <laughs> Roll call. I'm here. Uh, welcome to uh, episode 137. Yes. Close enough. There we go. Episode 137 of the GameZilla podcast. It is our holiday special. We have uh, just finished celebrating Christmas. We're getting ready to bring in the new year. And we wanted to throw together a special episode for you. We're going to talk about some of the basics. We're going to talk a little bit about some of our favorite games of the year, some of our most anticipated games of 2017, and then we're going to finish it off with a few emails and wrap this this bad boy up with a bow and give it to uh, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, maybe even MotorCityGaming.com. I do. It's a website. <laughs> Jazzy, how you been? How was your I just holiday? want to let you know that uh, the social scene can be fun today. Because I just found a random fortune on the table here from some episode where we had Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so there's that. Which is like every other episode we eat Chinese food before the show. What's our, what's our fortune today? Our fortune today, even though it was eaten on a different day. Oh, that's, that's, what, that's what I just read. That's not a fortune. That's the, I mean, the social scene is hot today. But our lucky numbers Hopping. are 1, 21, 28, 31, 39, 43. Play those in the lottery if you win. Hook up Motor City Gaming because we helped you out. We're actually going to bet our whole budget on that. <laughs> our whole $42.39. <laughs> Uh, anyways, how was your holiday, Jazzy? It was good. It was good. Um, gaming related for the holiday, uh, my lovely mother purchased. First of all, let me tell you, I'm impressed because she got me uh, Robinson's The Journey VR. But not only was it the game that she got me that was impressive, it was the fact that she set up her own Amazon account and ordered it online, which I've never seen my mom even pick up a computer, let alone be able to create her own Amazon account and order me something online. Listen, Mama Jazzy, she's technically a pro. Yeah, she's getting there, man. She's passing passing you up. You better watch out. She's going to be sitting in that chair before we know it. Probably, probably. Um, that's everything that I got gaming related for for Christmas. However, I did pick up a ton of games on the PSN because they had Super Mega Sale. Week so three. I picked up uh, the Shadow of Mordor Game of the Year Edition. I picked up um, Metal Slug Anthology. Uh, duh. Yeah. I played through three levels of that. Super fun. I feel like... Now, you've never played Metal Slug. I, I haven't. Oh, my I, goodness. Like... Possibly 
back in the arcade days, but not like anything current. Right, right. So I played through three levels of that. Super fun. I can only see it getting better playing with somebody else. So yeah, it's a fun co-op game. It'd be probably super cool to get like extra extra craziness on the screen because it's already crazy enough. And then I also picked up uh, a game called Carnage Instincts, which is a dinosaur game that I'd watched the video and I was like, dinosaurs are cool. I'm going to get this. And I haven't played it yet and I don't know what it's about. But it looks cool because there's dinosaurs in it. I have no idea on that one, so best of luck to you on that. <laughs> you know? I looked into it and was like, meh, I like dinosaurs. I think I'm going to pass. I passed on that one. Yeah. That was a mistake. All right. We'll see when you give your full Game Zuki review on that one. Uh, I mean, it's pretty much going to be Battleborn with dinosaurs. So, yeah, you're right. It's probably a big mistake. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to have to go download that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Battleborn. Battleborn. Oh, Game here of the year. Game of the year. Goat. 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 Of all time. The <laughs> FPS trendsetter and leader, Battleborn. Uh, if uh. you are actually listening to this, don't buy that game. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, other than that, the only other cool thing is if anybody has checked out our GameZilla group on our Facebook page, I got... The best Christmas present that I got from my boy Ebone Capone, the Dead at Night, the X Men mini pinball machine. I finally got it up and working, so now it keeps score. It's got sounds. It's got light. Well, five lights, but hey, I mean, when the thing, it's super when the cool. At least twenty, twenty-five years old. I mean, you gotta take what you can get with the lights. <laughs> <laughs> I I love it. I love it's it. Sweet. Like, I'm thinking like. Oh, man, this is cool. It's, you know, got that hint of nostalgia to it. I love the X-Men growing up. I still do. And, like, I like pinball machines. So having this to be able to, like, you know, show when people come over or something like that will be cool. I played it for probably about an hour and a half once I got it fixed. Like, it's so much fun, and it's so simple. There's no, like, ramps or anything. It's just a bunch of little, like, bumpers, and that's it. And I'm, like, sat there for, like, an hour and a half. You can't go wrong with tabletop pinball. Yeah, that's that. You're right. Growing up, I had both a Sonic the Hedgehog one and a Power Rangers one. I picked up a Crash Bandicoot one at a garage sale this year. Nice. So I'm I'm, I'm back on board with little tabletop pinball. But yeah, that's that's that was my uh my festivities. How was your uh holiday? Oh, my holiday was solid. I uh. <coughs> I didn't get a ton of games because, as many of you know, I just buy every game that I want so people don't know what to get me. But I did get surprised with a new video game system. And uh, Brick Bitch Brick Bitch caught me off guard. She uh, She's not normally one to, to win this battle of, uh, of uh, surprising one another. Usually I win this. But she imported me a metallic red PlayStation Vita. So, which is something that I had mentioned probably months ago that I was like, man, did you see that, you know, Japan's getting special colors for their Vita. They're not coming to the U.S. I'm super bummed. Well, she also knew that Vita has no region code. So she went ahead and imported one from Japan for me and surprised me with that for Christmas. So I'm super pumped to have that. The benefits of being married to a gamer. That's right. She figures all that stuff out on her own. That's right. And come through for you. Yeah, so I got that. That was pretty cool. Um, and then I also 
jumped in on the week three of holiday sales and picked up the Metal Slug Anthology. I also picked up Metal Slug 3 Remastered because you could play it on the Vita. So I picked that up and Slain, which is a game that we've talked about in the past that probably wasn't worth the $10 I spent on it. But I'm glad I own it, but at the same time, I don't know how much more I'll play. Now, I, I, well, I'll, I'll let uh, Dead Eye Knight talk maybe about his experience with it, but it's an extremely frustrating... I guess it's a, it's not a Metroidvania game. It's just a platformer, really. It's like a side... It's, it's almost a, like a beat-em-up. Yeah. It's more like a side-scrolling yeah. beat-em-up than it is. But it feels like it should be a Metroidvania-style game. So, yeah. I don't know. It's strange. Um, so, I picked those up, but the one game that I put a lot of time into this holiday is Hyper Light Drifter. And I know I talked about it again, but I now understand why this game was up for, for some awards this year. It is fantastic. It is like a Metroidvania-style game, but with with no explanation of what's going on, and you're just getting these little snippets every so often when you, when you find these, like, sources of power that's kind of, like, recharging your world and taking it back from this evil whatever entity but it is super fun the music is unbelievable i haven't it's probably been like axiom verge really hit you know hit me hit home with like a metroid style game but this really like takes me back to like the old school 16 bit eight you know eight bit style games where i'm just like intrigued by so little that is driving me to try to get more so I can understand the story even better. So I, I highly recommend Hyper Hyper Light Drifter. Um, it, it's, it's a blast. The only thing I wish is that it didn't get canceled for the Vita. I would have loved this game as a portable game. I would have, I'd be playing it nonstop, but on the PS4, it's still fantastic. So that's, uh, and then, uh, played some Overwatch. Um, and that, that's that's about it. I, uh, I've been pretty busy. I, I redid the whole game room. It looks nice. Yeah, I redesigned the whole game room. I'll be posting. We just took some uh, some photos of it now that it's all polished up, and I'm super super happy with it. It's probably the best it's ever you know ever felt as far as the game room goes. So that 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 also took a few of my my vacation days away from actual gaming. But what about you? I had a good uh, good Christmas. Enjoyed spending time with my my family and with my wife. First year, uh, married, first married Christmas. You spent Christmas naked the whole day, didn't you? Not the whole day, but a, maybe enough of the day. <laughs> not not gonna shy away from that. When I got my Christmas gifts, Christmas sex, Christmas sex, Christmas sex. Toasty. Yeah. Okay. So let let's before we go into maybe any gaming related items I got for Christmas, let's go back to talking about slain. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. when Slain was announced before it came to PlayStation, it came to PC, and it got really bad reviews. But I was super hyped up on it because all the music was made by, I think it was a guy who was in the metal band Winter Sun, who yeah, Swedish, Finnish, something like that. Uh, you know, metal band. And I was like, oh, the music for that's got to be so good. It's a uh, you know, it's in the sort of spirit of you know old school Castlevanias. You know. You know, platforming, werewolves to kill, skeletons to kill. It looks super cool, uh, but then the reviews tore it apart. 
So then it's on sale for the week three of the PlayStation sale. And we're sitting there and you're like, dude, you got to get slain. Dude, you got to get slain. I go, I'm not spending $10 on a game that got bad reviews that I don't have time to play right now. <laughs> like, would I rather play Axiom Verge, which I downloaded a couple of weeks ago, or Slain? I have Symphony of the Night sitting on my PlayStation TV. I haven't even downloaded. Yeah, the answer is Axiom Verge every, yeah, every, exactly. every time. So, like, I have other games that are similar enough that are significantly better. So uh, he talked me into what well, we're at our lunch break at work. Like, here's here's my Vita. Play some Slain. I'm like, okay, like, that cost me nothing but my time. <laughs> I could be playing Pokemon or Donkey Kong Country on my DS, but no, I'll play Slain. And so right away, music's cool. Visuals are cool. Um, the game plays kind of fun. You know, I play for 30 seconds and just gets annihilated by a trap. And I was like, oh, slain, it's like that. Not real easy. So I get to a part that's like the first sub-boss. And I maybe played it a dozen times just dying every single time. And the spawn point is far enough back where you have to monotonously go through that part of the level again. And it instantly made me go, oh, the gameplay for this isn't that fun. Yes. It's just, you know, you have like a magic attack and you have your sword attack. And um, it just felt sort of like, you know, just button mashy, like a beat-em-up to get through these these enemies to get back to the boss. And I instantly was like, man, this just isn't isn't greatly fun. If this game was $3, yeah. sure. But even at the $10 price point, which is a break from the $15 or $20 price point, I wasn't feeling it. Visually, music, you know, there's so many elements that should be drawing me into this game because of personal interests, and it just, it, did, it didn't do it. The, the 15 minutes I played on a lunch break didn't pull me into the game. Yeah, that was the problem, is that visually and the music both were pluses. They were, they were good things, but the mechanics and, as you said, the repetition of just basic game, uh, gameplay uh, kill, killed this game quickly. The, the other games that I, I played, so since, you know, several of us here at Motor City Gaming are on shutdown because our day jobs involve working for the automotive industry, so they give, us, they give us a lot of break here. Uh, Pull that one out of you, Jazzy. Thanks. Little, little woo-woo for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to the public library that's near my house, and you can check out PS4 games for free. Yeah, it must be nice living in a rich city. When you rent a nice house from your in-laws that is in a rich city, yeah, you get to reap some of the benefits. You have the drawback of being that white trash guy out in the winter in his <laughs> flip-flops without a shirt shoveling snow. Uh, but at the same time, you get to reap the benefits of the community around you. And that community reaps the benefits of you. Oh, wait. No, they don't. They need someone to keep it real. <laughs> Okay, they need someone like me. Yeah, Every got, rich community needs They need a someone to remind them of the reality that's outside of their walls and why they have a nice private community <laughs> to keep people like you out. Wait, I, your city still has a functioning library? Yeah. We have wow. a Oh yeah, I, I don't know if you have a library. You probably don't. Oh, you have a, your library is full of sticks. We don't even have a post office, all right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I I checked out Doom. It was there on the shelf. I was like, well, I'm going to play this for a couple days. And so I went home, you know, ran the updates and was shocked when I found out that Doom was taking up 75 gigs on my hard drive. Yep. I was like, oh, man, this better be good if it's taking up 75 gigs on the hard drive. And I I got into it right away and I was really feeling it. I was like, man, this feels like Doom. This is cool. Doom, one of my favorite games of my childhood. I played so much Doom. Um, 
But a problem that I had with it, and I think part of this is because I was playing it on a DLP TV. <laughs> top quality. Top quality. Yeah. That's the TV that I have rich in my gamer. Rich city TV. Hey, I have my my LED in, in my living room, but this is my game room TV is an, an LED uh, DLP, and so even with the brightness turned up a bit, I couldn't see anything. <laughs> now, did you guys both play Doom? Yes. Well, I have. Could you see anything? Like the whole first like couple levels are just red and black. Oh, it's like no. playing on a Virtual Boy. No, you need to maybe move to your other TV. Move to a different TV. Okay. Yeah. Um, because I've also watched Sci-Fi AJ play this game on one of my monitors mm-hmm. and uh, my BenQ monitor, and it, I didn't I didn't feel like it was too dark at okay. all. Because I I bumped the brightness up a bit and I was I was struggling a little bit and like it was there was so much red I thought I was gonna have Virtual Boy eye cancer. <laughs> I was like I don't know if I could keep playing this, but I, you already do from playing Virtual Boy. <laughs> But, but it was fun. I, I liked the gameplay. I, I was digging the mechanics of it. The music was awesome. Like, it was Doom. Um, but I ran into a hiccup where, because it was taking up 75 gigs of my hard drive, I had already deleted Battleborns yes! installs. Oh, my. So I, t- oh my. I, I cleared some space. I got rid of the Battleborn beta Not that the was goat. still sitting in the greatest of all time. <laughs> hey, I still have Battlefront on my system. Oh, so. okay, good. You got to keep that you know, yeah. that balance of yeah, shit first good. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, I got Last of Us remastered as a Christmas gift the other day. Yes. And I got home. I was like, well, this is going to take like 40 or 50 gigs. I'm probably taking Doom back to the library in a couple days. Doom go, t- took it right off the system. Wow, Doom didn't even get a chance. Doom didn't get a chance because I really wanted to play Last of Us. That's fair. And let's say... It's fair because it's a strong story-oriented game. Which is something I haven't played in a while. <laughs> I knew exactly where you were going with that. Shut- Sorry. <laughs> it's a shout-out shout to BMC. Yeah. So... By taking Doom, you know, I took Doom off on a gamble. You know, I only have Doom for a couple more days before I have to be back at the library. I was like, I really want to get into Last of Us because I need to clear the 75 gigs out. And in the first, I don't know, 40 minutes of playing Last of Us, I was like, well, I made the right decision because I will not be touching Doom before it has to go back to the library. Just the the first bit I got into Last of Us, I am loving all, all the rave reviews, all the hype everyone's. Uh, giving me the presentation, the mechanics, the story, everything so far has me hooked. I'm about two hours into it, and what did I get? I guess I got it yesterday. <laughs> so, so I've already put a couple hours into it, and uh, I'm loving it. I'm super excited to get to play that one a bit more. Yeah, I. Um, it's funny. I was we were talking about this, and and for most people that have listened to the show, they know I never finished Last of Us, and that I want to go back and actually replay it. But I I stopped at this point that maybe you got to if you're two hours in. I'm not going to tell you anything about the story, but there's a point where you get caught upside down. Have you been there yet? No. Okay. I'm not going to say anything else, but that's where I got stuck. And I kind of – we're not stuck, but where I stopped. And that's – I kind of just – I never went back to it because I was like, that part was extremely – like I died there several times. I was like, all right, I'm going to take a break from this game. And I never went back. I found out that other people uh, in our our GameZilla group on Facebook – that's exactly where they stopped too. So I was like, "Oh, okay, maybe that's just one of those parts that, like, you know, it's it's a you know make or break area for the game." So I'll be interested when you get to that spot to see how you do with it. But um, 
Now, I don't know if you could do you because you played on PS3 initially, right? Yeah, no, I bought it. I bought it for PS3, and I don't think I ever played it. Mm-hmm. And then I think I I bought it for the remaster, and uh, and that was my first time playing it. Because I know that you can drop the difficulty down at a point. And I already hit a point where I was like surrounded by infected, and I'm in like a room trying to like get through, and I died. I don't know twelve times. And it's before I came over here to record, and I was like. I really don't want to drop the difficulty just for this part, but... And then I figured it out. Like, I was really proud of myself. I powered through it. I didn't just bail on the game like I normally do with games when they get too hard because I'm lazy. Um, but I'm now I'm now more concerned. If I, There's a point where multiple people got frustrated and bailed on the game. I'm hoping that doesn't happen to me. Yeah. It, it's, uh... I don't know. Now, I, like now, knowing that you're back playing it, like it's it's pushed me where it's like maybe that's what I'll start back up on our break here and try to finish because Last Guardian I just haven't. I know that was my next game to get to, and for, and for some reason I just cannot get to playing that game. So I'm just probably gonna just slide that aside for now and jump over to uh, Last of Us. Now an- another quick thing before we move on beyond what I've been playing over this little little break here. I have to eat my own words. What, last week and the week before I went on about how mobile games can't keep my attention, I'm not going to play a game on my phone, yada, 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 yada. Well, late last week, after I think three years of delays, they finally released the original (laughs) Roller Coaster Tycoon on Android and, and, and Apple. So needless to say, I downloaded Roller Coaster Tycoon on uh, my wife's tablet and um, it's eaten up a good deal of my week. <laughs> because it is the original Roller Coaster Tycoon with some modifications, but with a touch interface, and it's incredible. I, lo- I love the game. I absolutely love it. One of my favorite games of all time. It's so not having it, you know, I'm, I haven't put it on my phone yet because the battery is terrible on my phone, and I will never receive another text message again. <laughs> so uh, I'm holding off on that, but I know it will eventually happen, but... Man, I gotta eat my own words. There's a port that works really well on phones that now has me playing a, a mobile game. Yeah, I uh, I actually found a mobile game that kind of is it's a remake of a Game Boy game, and it's called Adventure of Mana, and it is interesting because normally one of my big things is controls. I hate the controls on uh, on mobile gaming because of the fake joysticks, but they've created this new joystick that when you start to move your thumb, if you start to drag your thumb further across the screen, the joystick like moves with you. So you never like, you never actually slide off of the buttons. Yeah. So if you're moving forward, but your thumb keep, you know, your thumb moves even more forward. If you look at the screen, the, the, the joystick like mechanism moves with you. So and then it, it, same thing as you slide, you know, to run backwards or, or side to side. And because of it, it feels more like a working controller. It feels like you actually can do what you want to do. And so I, I picked this game up because Square Enix had a uh, up to 80% off sale on all of their mobile apps. And I picked up Adventures of Mana and Secrets of Mana. And uh, I, I was pleasantly surprised. So I mean, yeah, I'll have to say mobile gaming here, here and there you, you get, you get some, some games. I think my biggest problem with mobile gaming is how long does that game hold your attention? Like, would you rather play Roller Coaster Tycoon on a computer? 
I would, and I do have my new computer coming in the mail sometime next month because Lenovo has the worst customer service. That's oh, for a God. different time. Um, that's a blog. Yeah, that should be a that should know, be a vlog. When, I, I don't want to go in too long of a rant, but just to fill everyone in, when you order a computer on Black Friday, it's supposed to ship within seven business days, and then that's seven business days. They they email you at day eight that says, "Oh yeah, it's actually gonna be sixty days." <laughs> 60. That's 60. You can't see me right now, but I had another stroke thinking about it. <laughs> I honestly don't I honestly don't know through f- me being there through most of these events of this of this overall just disaster. I have no idea how you've managed to not lose your mind. I got a really good deal. And the specs <laughs> on this computer are really good for what I paid, and so I can't get too upset because I I feel I feel like I'm getting a good computer that I'm going to be able to play some games on. I'm going to be able to edit a lot of audio, maybe edit some video for the coming Snake Pit on YouTube. Yeah, I can't wait. Gaming in Detroit on YouTube. So uh, I'm excited to have this machine. So even after I called and raised hell with the Lenovo Corporation and got nowhere, I'm still going to patiently wait for my new computer. Because they own you. They, pretty much. I'm I'm not a tough man. <laughs> I tried. I tried to be so stern. My wife even heard. Like, I'm usually the guy who's, like, super polite with people on the phone. Like, I, I, I yelled at an Amazon person one time because they almost messed up a order I needed to propose to my wife. I did a very covert proposal. I think I told the story, uh, you know, a long time ago on the show. And Amazon almost ruined that for me. And I told a lady straight up, I go, I know you don't understand why I need this specific pair of underwear, but you're ruining my life. <laughs> I go, it's it's grave. It's a grave circumstance. So I was very upset with that woman, but normally I'm super cool with people on the phone. And this woman with Lenovo, I was like, listen, I'm not yelling at you. So when I say, I'm going to say Lenovo instead of saying you, because I understand you're only a representative. You're the voice on the other end of the phone. I was like, how can Lenovo, in an email, say, we missed your promised delivery date? That's a promise. And then when you change that day from 7 to 60, there's no further compensation. There's nothing to make that right. They basically told me I'm SOL. I can either cancel my order or, or wait. <laughs> you know, like, they didn't offer anything. So. Oh, my goodness. But I was, I was very tough with that woman on the phone, which I'm normally not verbally tough with people on the phone. And you got nothing for it. Yeah, well, I mean... Yeah, I didn't. I tried. See, that's why I'm normally just nice on the phone. Normally being nice on the phone works for me, but I I tried being tough this time, and it got me nowhere either. Should have been nice. Maybe I should have. Yeah. Maybe I should have been all like rainbows and sunshine and like, oh, I really need this computer. You should have been like, listen, I understand you want to send to me in 60 days, but could you just send to me in 90? <laughs> like, could you, could, you know, if I could get that by next Christmas, that'd probably be cool I'll, with me. I totally understand. You guys are swamped. Yeah. You're super busy <laughs> importing all your parts from China. And I know you don't, you know, have, uh, you know, someone at your business that can forecast, you know, uptick in demand for the holiday season because apparently your company's run by idiots. Uh <laughs> So I'll just be cool about it. I'll just I'll eat that. That cool part you you missed. I think you missed my point there, but I like it. Good job. <laughs> I'll just be chilling here on my couch in my pair of underwear that Amazon finally sent me. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I uh, never had a wife because uh, I didn't get my underwear, so <laughs> my life is just ruined. Okay, again, real quick to tie everyone in. I needed secret <laughs> underwear with zipper pockets to hide an engagement ring in at Disney World for an entire day to give my wife the perfect proposal, and they kept sending me a flask. Not underwear, but a flask. <laughs> you just got to wear the flask. I'm not. 
I could have. I could have <laughs> duct taped a flask to my crotch. I'd so get flagged by Disney World oh, security. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. there's a man with a flask duct taped to his groin. <laughs> they were probably trying to tell you something. Yeah. They're like, you're getting married, you're going to need all seven of these flasks. Yeah. It's a mistake is basically what they were trying to tell you. Hey, my life's been all right for the last six months. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got some zipper you remember what my now? life was like just under a year ago? Living in squalor? Eating food from the dollar store? Yeah. I mean, your life has gotten better thanks to me. Yeah, take all the credit. Don't yeah. give any credit to my wife. <laughs> no. She doesn't deserve any of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what's coming up today? Back on track here. We, I was wondering when this show was going to go off the rails. There it was. Quickly. But uh, <clears throat> Holiday special. Yeah. Holiday special. We've been drinking. The, <laughs> we have. A little bit of dragon's milk right here. Yeah, from New Holland Brewery right here in uh, the old Murder Mitten. That's right. So um, the news obviously is a little light because of the holiday, but we want to talk a little bit about the big announcement in Overwatch some of the holiday sales that you can still go out and get. And Del Toro has some choice words for Konami again. All this and more on the Games of Podcast. Now, Christmas was just a couple days ago. and Wait, it was? You guys didn't give me any gifts. Your Don't gifts you are in gift. my car right now. Oh, they fucking better be. It's actually a new Corgi and it's frozen to death. Yeah, that's good. I didn't want a third corgi, so since it's dead, that's uh, we're on our right direction already. I'm just kidding. I didn't get you a corgi. What I did get you, uh, because uh, I I noticed I was I was in your bathroom. I noticed you're low on Detroit Beard Collective products. Um, that's why your beard doesn't look as good as it normally does. So I went ahead and ordered you a beard crate. Oh, that's that's good. I appreciate yeah, that. Got you that hockey town scent uh, with a little bit of peppermint mm. in it for your for your beard. Mm. Got, got you some beard elixir, beard balm. Uh, you, I know you already have one of the wooden combs, so I got you one of the metal combs mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Detroit Beard Collective. With a bottle opener on it. Oh yeah, yeah. So I uh, pop my dragon's milk. So I got you hooked up. I only paid for the one month subscription, so you'll have to re up that because I'm not that good of a friend. Living in a rich city, but you're still a cheap ass. Still cheap as hell. I need to buy my own house in the ghetto. So. Go to DetroitBeardCollective.com. Your beard could be well taken care of and smelling great with products from DetroitBeardCollective.com. And it's not too late if you forgot to buy one of your bearded friends a gift. Go over there, make your order today, and uh, you can use the checkout code MCGAMING to save 20% on purchase $25 or more. And that's with the checkout code MCGAMING, DetroitBeardCollective.com. There's a link at MotorCityGaming.com. It's a website. So if you don't, uh, if you just want to go there via us, we got you covered. So use the code MCGAMING and save at DetroitBeardCollective.com. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. Now let's have it. What about this monster story of yours? Download complete. All right. So we got some news. It's some big news. Double Dragon coming back in 2017. That is right, the first numbered sequel since 1990. This this dropped out of nowhere, actually. We, yeah, we we had no idea that this was uh, even coming out, but uh, a trailer drops. Polygon Polygon dropped some information about this with with the gameplay trailer, and it it's old school. It's it, even though this is a new Double Dragon, it's not like a you know like current graphics. It's it's old school Double Dragon picking up after Double Dragon three on the NES. We are getting Double Dragon four, which is confusing. Yes, 
because I, I I was talking about this. We, you know, we had our, our pre-show meeting. Let's you know, let's go over all the news we want to talk about. And I was like, oh man, did you guys see Double Dragon Four? Like, this is sweet. This is gonna be awesome to play. We love Double Dragon. And then Krim brought up a bit of confusion. Yeah, I was like, I just get confused because I own Double Dragon Five <laughs> on Sega Genesis, and and it, you know, Dead Night Night was like. Wait, what? That, there's a Double Dragon 5? I'm like, yeah, I know there is. I, I go search it right now. I guarantee you it exists. Sure enough, it's there. So this game falls in between those games, or maybe Double Dragon 5 is just complete bullshit. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. We'll, we'll have to look into that more, but, man, I, I don't understand why that exists, but I don't care because we're getting a new classic-style Double Dragon game. Yeah, and the cool news is that it's coming out uh, next month. Yeah. January 20th, 2017, worldwide. So and It's PS4 and Steam. Yeah, PS4 and Steam. The uh, The trailer is is uh, on YouTube, but you can also check it, uh, watch it on our website uh, or Facebook or wherever the hell it is that you like to hang out. We'll be sharing that out. So, Quick but, question for you. Quick question about that. Now, you, you watched the trailer. You saw the style. It's it's classic, like... Super classic. It's super classic 8-bit Double Dragon style. Yeah. I know you played Double Dragon Neon, yes. which was like the visual update, and it's awesome. Would have you rather had it done in the style of Double Dragon Neon, or are you more excited to play an 8-bit style? Um, Man, that's tough. I really liked Neon, and I would like to see more... Um, you know, using the the updated or the remaster or whatever you want to call it, the updated graphics. I'm okay with it being old school though, because I I love Double Dragon. So I guess I'm kind of like indifferent on this one. It's okay. I I would have been happy either way. Um, this is this is in celebration of the 30th anniversary of the original Double Dragon's arcade launch. So that's why we're uh, that's why this is kind of all happening right now, and. There, um, there's not a not a ton of details uh, as far as what the sequel will entail, other than the game will follow Double Dragon's old school pixelated visuals and offer both a story mode and a two player duel. Uh, Double Dragon's catchy theme song appears to have gotten a remix as well. It has been 27 years since the last numbered sequel in the classic side-scrolling beat 'em up series, which was Double Dragon 3: The Rosetta Stone, which launched in 1990. Uh, making its way onto a variety of home platforms later, which again is confusing, um, because I'm pretty sure Double Dragon Five came out after 1990, but maybe Double Dragon Five is made by a different company or something. Like there was a weird like licensing issue that I'm, happened. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna see if I can get a little details. Yeah. We can keep moving on. If I get something juicy, I'll drop in with it. Okay, so. But uh, Techno Japan, the original maker of the series, oh here, maybe this is maybe this is it, went went bust in 1996. Its assets and copyrights are now owned by Arc System Works, best known for the Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue fighting franchise. It doesn't necessarily explain to me the uh, the why why we're going to four and we're just forgetting about five. But this uh, so it does say Double Dragon Five: uh, Shadows Fall in 1994 was an American produced sequel to the Double Dragon series. Uh. Unlike the previous produced Double Dragon games, um, it had little to no, the, the creator had little to no credit or involvement with the development of the game outside of the licensing of the series. So that that may have something to do with it. Hmm. 
So they 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 may throw that out, say it's not canon. Yeah, it's weird that they went straight to five though. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting, but I'm excited for four, and I'm excited that it's right around the corner. That's uh, it was a well kept secret. So, um, but the next story that I'm going to bring up is from Blizzard and our game of the year, Overwatch. Overwatch uh, latest comic, which was called Reflections, went live to a few days ago on the uh, game Blizzard's website. And it's focusing on a speedy pixie-like hero called Tracer. The uh, comic tells a warm holiday story featuring several of Overwatch cast, but more exciting than just an expansion of the Overwatch universe, universe lore is a reveal that fans have waited a long, long time for. Tracer is shown on the page be- uh, shown on the page below that we're going to be sharing here on our Facebook page. Is seen kissing another girl whom she appears to be living with. Emily is not one of Tracer's fellow members of the Overwatch team, but it seems as though the two are dating. They later attend Overwatch hero Winston's holiday dinner together. So there we have it. It has been confirmed by Blizzard that Tracer is in a same-sex relationship. And I think it's super awesome that you're t- like, this is huge in the sense that you're like, we've had uh, Iceman, fr- you know, from Marvel and the X-Men uh, being a same sex relationship. And Iceman is a decent character, but he's not Cyclops or Wolverine or, you know, a main. I'm pretty sure Cyclops is gay. Jean <laughs> well, Grey's been a cover up yeah, the whole time. It, that's possible. But my whole Fact. my whole thing here <laughs> is you took your poster girl of your game, you know, like the the image of Overwatch. You know, and and you went went with this, you know, with this decision, and I think it's awesome. I think it's huge for video games, and um, the the response has been super positive, so that's good. I mean, uh, I I'm I'm all around a fan of this. I think it's uh, it's a great move for Blizzard, and we've known like that. Like I think Blizzard's already been getting a lot of compliments for their variation of characters. You know, not all of their females are super skinny and and giant boobed and you know like 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 Tomb Raider esque people. We're we're seeing the the Maze and the Zyras and and we it, it's I guess it's cool because you're giving these images to kids and to other people that hey this person's a hero and they don't have to be unrealistically like perfect to be a hero and that's what I think I really like about what Blizzard's doing here. There's one downside to this story. Uh-oh. One downside. This story has put the idea in people's heads that um, Tracer is now a viable ranked character that you could play. And she's not. Quit playing Tracer and ranked, okay? <laughs> I'm trying to win and get my rank up, and you're playing Tracer, who's probably one of the worst players you could put in ranked. Like, she's squishy, she doesn't put out a lot of damage, and she has no right in ranked games. Go on with your great story of creating a character that is in a same-sex relationship and uh, you know leave it in the comics don't yeah. put it in my rank games and uh and michael chu lead writer on overwatch confirmed that on twitter that tracer identifies as a lesbian so can we can we take a real quick sidestep and talk about the positive image uh and the various the vast female characters in this game and just take a real quick second to recognize uh one of the greatest female characters of all time inspiring a whole generation of girls uh Carrie Fisher passed away earlier today. 
<sighs> Princess Leia, hugely iconic. I know in my, my sister's life, like, my sister loves Princess Leia. Princess Leia did so much to inspire my sister. And, you know, you can only imagine there's so many girls that just really... Princess Leia was a, a she's a badass chick and just really inspired a whole generation. She was the she was for me the first badass chick. For like sure. I, I mean growing up and watching Return of the Jedi, you know, and watching her beat Jabba the Hutt, like I like I, I always think of Carrie Fisher when I think of just badass strong women, right? And so yeah, it was it's you know sad very sad news um but uh you know, I I'm thankful for the the legacy she's left behind, and uh, you know she'll she'll always be she'll always be my princess. Like when I think of a princess, I think of Princess Leia, and and that's my first and will always be my first. Absolutely. <sighs> it's upsetting. It's it's been a it's, rough it's, it's been, been a rough year. Yeah, it's been a rough year. Yeah, 2016 can can stop now. I'm just saying. A year ago tomorrow is when Lemmy died, and I think he—I think he was the one holding the universe together because David Bowie died right after Lemmy, yep. and then we had everything else fall apart. So clearly, it was Lemmy from Motorhead. Yeah, it's—it's uh, it's all downhill, but dicks out for Harambe, <laughs> right? <laughs> all right. Um, moving on to some uh, more news with Super Mario Runs surpassing 50 million downloads. Don't download it. Go get Roller Coaster Tycoon Mobile. Nintendo announced today that Super Mario Run has been downloaded 15 million times since its launch on December 15th. The news comes via Twitter and came along with the following image that Nintendo posted of a bunch of toads celebrating, saying thank you, everyone. <clears throat> Today's milestone marks 10 million additional downloads since the 40 million downloads in the first four days. According to Nintendo's uh, Super Mario Run was the fastest in App Store history to hit that milestone, topping the charts in 140 different countries. So, I still don't think it's a great game. It still hasn't gotten the best reviews, but it does seem like people are accepting this this new path that Nintendo's taking, maybe. I haven't even played it yet, and I informed every person on my family data plan, like, I better not see Mario Run on your phone. We do not have enough data for everyone to be playing Mario Run. <laughs> You've been warned. You've been warned, and it's unacceptable. <laughs> Was it 75 it, megabytes a day? It's like the average, I think, is what the uh, what they're saying. Come on, Mario. Yeah, but it's going to take two days. I I played it. I've I've beaten the whole story mode. I don't do the little toad rally thing because I think it's just ridiculous and repetitive. And I probably won't pick this game up anymore because I've successfully done everything I need to do in it. I've beat it. I've played toad rally a couple times. And I have successfully surpassed all of test scores on every level in the whole game. Done. Get on his level test. Game complete. <laughs> okay. Um, next up, I want to talk about a, an interesting story that also is a good sale for anybody that's looking for a game. Is that you could grab Dead Rising 4 for $30 or less. And some of this is, um, we might have missed it by a day here, but it's still on Amazon. It's still av available for GameStop, but it was available at Best Buy. And if you were a gamers uh, club, then you would have got it for $24. This is three weeks after it launched. 
This game is three weeks old, and it's over 50% discount. It continues to show how aggressive Microsoft is to cut discounts, to get people playing those exclusives, to get people buying that system. That's true. Microsoft is rabid to get you to play their platform. There's been great. Microsoft's had great sales over the last three or four months since the Scorpio launch. Yeah, and they and they currently have their holiday sales going on with over 360 games uh, discounted through uh, through their Xbox Live store. So, um, so yeah, if you're looking for a good deal, the, and and this is a game that you've been interested in, I I remember saying I was weary of it because I did not like the previous games, but. Uh, the time restraints and the restrictions and everything that I hated, they're all gone. This has really gone back to the roots of Dead Rising, and you can just, it's just a fun and funny written game that you can just go out and enjoy and just senselessly kill zombies. So I, I would uh, say it's worth picking up, especially for this price point. And to further along, uh, the Deus Ex Mankind Divided. Uh, game, which is uh, another another good game that uh, if you've missed out on, you can get through GameStop right now for I believe fourteen ninety nine, and then Gamers Club's gonna knock it down a couple bucks for you. You can walk away with that game for like twelve dollars. Uh, another game for for super cheap that was is well worth that value to add to your collection. So keep an eye on those. But it was just surprising that the uh, a game that's only three weeks old, and like you said, it is exclusive. Microsoft is uh, is really, really pushing. So I'll, it'll be interesting when we finally get through the holidays and maybe we get some of these numbers out to see did it pay off for them. But I'm thinking yes. I think so. I, I really think so. I think they've done they've done a a, a solid job. I, I have an uncle who's a gamer, and last time we spoke, I don't know, four months ago, he was explained to me how disappointed he was that he bought an Xbox One because everyone he knows has PS4. And when we spoke, oh, you know, Christmas Eve or whatever when we were talking, um, his attitude turned around a little bit, and I assured him that Microsoft's doing big things. They're selling systems. He's going to see more and more people online that he knows to play with. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. All right, my next story here is Galmiro Del Toro says... Fuck Konami again. <laughs> so, Del Toro has spoken out again to criticize Konami, the publisher he was working with for the uh, canceled Kojima game Silent Hills. His message on Twitter today, on Christmas, stated this. Important holiday messages that, that right that ring true today as they always have. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. Happy holidays. Fuck Konami. <laughs> <laughs> and he actually wrote in his first tweet, it was um, important holiday messages that write true. So he corrected himself. He said, I meant ring. Sorry. Still, fuck them. Del Toro was already one of my favorites, but he, but I, I, I just love, I just love this like, I don't know, this little just like continuation of just being like, you guys suck. I want everyone to know it, and you, and you, you, you fucked up. You let go of one of the best video game creators ever, 
and you know, and I'm never going to work with you again. Is basically what he's saying. I like it because he has no dependence on the video game industry whatsoever. He's a successful filmmaker. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And so he can say whatever he feels about Konami and know that there's not any repercussions for him. It's not going to hurt him as a filmmaker. He has opportunities to work with whoever he wants because of his talent as a storyteller. Yeah. And so I, I love it. I love yeah. it. And I, and if you if you missed it, I, I loved seeing him. Uh, he showed up in Kojima's recent trailer for Death Stranding um, in the, during the Video Game Awards. Um, so he's still working with Kojima, which is, is – so we, we still have that potential to get that collaboration that – you know who cares if the word Konami is not attached to it? Those are the two names we wanted to work together, and it's, it's still going to happen. So, super cool. All right, my last piece is that Nintendo shuts down another Pokemon fan project, and uh, so the uh, the fan made Pokemon project set to be released soon has been apparently shut down at the. Uh, you know, come the demand of Nintendo's legal team, and that's uh, according to the creator Adam Vieira, the the creator of this Pokemon project. Uh, we first reported on Pokemon Prism back in October when Vieira released a trailer for it and allowed it to be played through a Twitch Plays Pokemon stream. Unlike fan-made Pokemon game Pokemon Uranium, Prism was to be a ROM hack rather than a uh, whole original game. Despite the distraction, uh, the, the distinction, it was still shut down like Uranium nonetheless, according to messages Vera posted on Twitter and Facebook. The game's website has likewise been reduced to a simple message revealing that the project's fate and linking to a PDF file that appears to show a takedown request from the lawyers on behalf of Nintendo. Although he lives in the United States, the legal notice references Australian law, which raises some questions about its authenticity. Vieira claims that it is because the website's host is located in Australia. So, on Twitter, Vieira apologized to the fans and thanked them for his support. Accepting and, and accepting blame for the situation, he stated, I am also responsible for the situation. Uh, the trailer shouldn't have been made, and I shouldn't have been such a perfectionist and finished it sooner. He also pledged to do more research on the situation, perhaps indicating he doesn't plan to abandon Prism entirely, but for now it doesn't look like the game, which was reportedly in the works for over eight years, will see the light of day. <sighs> The fuck Nintendo too. Like, come on. I guess my whole problem with this is like, it's not like he was going out there and trying to make money. Like, he wasn't selling this. I I just have a problem that that Nintendo and, and other companies do this, but not like Nintendo. Nintendo has such a problem with anybody touching anything that they created. And I'm an artist, okay. I understand that I don't necessarily want people to take my work and do something with it without my consent. But these are fans, like, of your product. They they spent eight years making this because they're a Pokemon fan. So, like, it's just difficult and and hard to sit there and and understand Nintendo's thought process here. It's different when, like... And I gave him shit for this too, but it's different for when, like, you see a 3D printed Bulbasaur that you could pl- put a plant in, and you shut that down because they're selling it for five bucks pop, and they're profiting 
off of something that they didn't make. That that I that I I do not condone. Like I if I found someone that, you know, took a photo a photo of mine and manipulated it and was selling it as their own, I'd have a problem with that. But if I if I was like Nintendo and every time I saw a photo that like was in, in, and they said, "Oh yeah, this is inspired off of a, you know, off of a Grimlock Grimlock photo." I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, well, you can't delete it. Like, you can't have it. Like, I should, and, and I almost feel honored that someone is like, you know, of course, I'm not Nintendo. I'm not a giant corporation that doesn't give a shit about other people. That's what you feel like, Nintendo. If it's not true, I don't care. That's what you look like when you take someone's eight-year project and you just you just destroy it without even, like, considering, like, hey, you know what? Let's work out a deal. You shouldn't be doing this because of copyright law and all this type of stuff. But let's work something out. Like, here's what you can do. Here's here's some guidelines that will and will let you continue your project. I, but it just seems like they don't care. They don't even try. I just don't see they they have they feel as if they have to protect their intellectual properties. They I don't see a major benefit for Nintendo in letting people continue on doing this. Now, I'm not saying that I'm not for uh, independent developers, you know, having passion projects and making these, you know, these these ROM hacks and, you know, making these fan-made games. But at the same time, from Nintendo as a business, you don't want people accessing your intellectual property for free when they could when they when other than that it would force them to buy a 3ds and play your content nintendo right now only has their own intellectual properties keeping them afloat as a company and i'm sure that's the reason that like pit bulls they feel like they have to protect it they are vicious with it i think whoa 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 let's not bring pit bulls into this they are loving caring animals fact how about how about vicious rabies bears Raby bears, like rabid <laughs> raby bears trying to take down a bee's nest. There we go. I like um, it. They need that honey. Try to swat them salmon out of the water. But um, I I agree that they're super harsh, harsh on the YouTube content and things like that. But with the fan-made games, I, I, I understand why they're going after it. I still don't think it's great. I guess my whole thing, though, is that if you're Nintendo... Why not work with these people that have put eight years into developing something? Uranium, for example, was a completely its own game. So why not make the deal that, hey, yeah, you can create this. You can't make a penny off of it, right? You can't make a penny off of it. You can create it. It can be a downloadable thing, whatever, but maybe only through our agreed-upon sites. But the rule here is that anything we like from Uranium... It, we can use we can basically take it as ours now you know you created this new mechanic right here i like it it's going to and i want to use it in my next pokemon game then nintendo can can have it because you use their you know trademarks their their copyright and you know uh material like i feel like you could you could build pokemon faster you could you could evolve pokemon in ways that maybe you didn't think about because you let your fans imagination run with it Absolutely. That those sort of things would be possible, but I you know, I we just know Nintendo's not going down that road and they're not ever gonna go they, down that they road. They always do this. Like heads up Nintendo, eight years from now you're going to have to put to uh rest a fan based um 
you know, NES Classic type downloadable program. Because, once again, 80% of the people that want an NES Classic this Christmas couldn't get one because you can't supply them. And now you're going to be mad that the people that didn't get one are going to go create something similar. Well, if we're going to go down this road, um, let's, let's not use the words can't supply them. Let's just use the words that they chose not to. Yeah. I'm sorry, but a little box that has a little Linux Raspberry Pi bullshit inside of it, you could have produced a billion of those this holiday. You chose not to because you wanted to keep the demand high. And that was your mis- That was a mistake, in my opinion. I wonder what their profit actually is on the system. Like, I wonder how much money they lost by not mass producing these things. Right. Exactly. So yeah, I um, yeah, I don't. Their business model confuses me sometimes because, especially in the sense that they're struggling. So like, what you know, like you did this with your amiibos and you thought you were onto something, but look at your amiibos now. No, no one, one wants them. No one wants them. No one cares. Once Smash Brothers died down, yeah. what was the point of having them? Yeah. That's the other problem is that the functionality of them is pointless. And you've and you've yet to tell us how the next generation is going to be involved, integrated with them at all. But I just I, – I, you know, out the gate, yeah, you had some buzz for your Amiibos because of your – you limiting the supply. But in the end, didn't it just bite you in the ass? Because I'm walking into stores and they're everywhere. They're in a, like, gold Mario. I go walk in the store right now and buy one. Like, it, it's not, I, I just, I don't understand that what that you're going for the, you're, you're going for the short wins and not trying to play the long game. I, I don't get it. Anyway, sorry. Nintendo frustrates me. And hopefully we're not going to be having this discussion or, or revolving around the switch. We will. And we I, will and have I know, the discussion that the supplies of those are going to be poor. Yeah. And I know I, I personally prepared to be angry for like the first three months of the switch because I won't be able to buy one. I didn't get anything from for Christmas from my wife and I didn't really get her much because we're getting a switch. Right. And I know that when I don't have one till like June, I'm going to be pissed about it. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Last thing that we want to talk about before we move on to some emails is we want to talk about our top three 2016 games. I want to go around the room here and talk about the top three of uh, of the games. We'll start with Jazzy. So your top three 2016 games that you played. Piece of cake. Easy answer. Overwatch. As, as frustrated as I am with this game because of ranking and stuff like that, I've gone back and I've played it and I've picked it back up and it's it's great. They had, All of the events that they've ran through this, it was game of the year for a reason. The fact that you could pick it up and play a match and then put it down, like they've really hit the spot in making a first-person shooter fun for everybody and I played a shit ton of it in 2016. Here's a game that you... That isn't a strong single story, single player story driven game, but yet you care about the characters. Yep. I mean, how many times could you sit there and be like, like everyone's like, oh well, uh, Overwatch is just a Team Fortress ripoff. It's like, okay, cool. Um, name any characters from Team Fortress. Oh, there are none because it's a generic, just like shooter. 
like Team Fortress was great. Don't get me wrong. It was it was something, but but this even if this does feel like Team Fortress, it's built on top of te- uh, Team Fortress and and gotten better. So I just I just think that yes, it is a great game, and for anybody that wants to sit there and bash on it because it's multiplayer only, like y- you haven't given this game a fair chance. Then yeah. For for example, when I was reading the comic that was released, the second I found out that Tracer was in a same-sex relationship, I was like, I knew it! Like, I f- physically blurted out and an emotion, ca- yeah, and I and cared, cared about it. Like, I was why? like, yeah. <laughs> right, right? In a game where it's like, hey, we can't even, we can't even play a story. We can't even play, like, the lore we're getting is from YouTube. The lore we're getting is from, you know, all these other avenues, but yet we still care. Like, when they put that news out, it's like, oh, that's super cool, you know. But yep. <sighs> so it definitely it definitely reaches the top of my 2016. Also, I'm going to have to throw rigs into the mix again. You know, we got our hands on PlayStation VR this year. Uh, did get to play a bunch of content in VR, and rigs just resonated with me. Like it's the game I can go back and play. It's the game that. Anybody who has, like, you know, when the family comes over, I'll put them into the, the VR worlds and send them underwater to, to see the, the landscapes. But anybody that has any sort of gaming knowledge or plays games at all, I skip right over the PS uh, VR worlds and put them right into rakes. It's just super cool to be able to put yourself into a mech, feel like you're in a mech, and be able to battle other mechs. Yeah. No, I, I thoroughly enjoyed rakes. And then uh, it is 2016 game. Didn't get to uh, hit the awards ceremonies or anything this year because it was released late, but Final Fantasy XV ate up like three weeks of my life. It was a game that I legit couldn't put down because I wanted to push a story. I wanted to find out about these characters, who they were in relation to the character I was playing, find out you know why they're doing what they're doing, and the outcome of that is just awesome like if you haven't picked up final fantasy 15 i definitely recommend it it's going to take a little bit of playthrough depending on how how you want to play the game you could rush through it you can take some time and do a lot of the side quests but the world the story the characters down to the even the battle mechanics just great game yeah um all solid choices. My top three are going to uh, one one matches you, and that is Overwatch. I just have not found a multiplayer game that is just as much fun as Overwatch, and as just as as we've talked about in previous episodes, the the low bar to as far as you know, uh, whatever skill curve skill level to get into this game. You just pick it up and play. The learning curve. Yeah, learning curve. And I uh, so Overwatch is very, very impressive, and I, I can't wait to see how it grows. Uh, similar to Destiny, you know, like how Destiny has grown and changed. I'm excited to see what Overwatch does. Uh, my number two game is Hyper Light Drifter. Ooh. It, uh, it, it. I know I haven't had a ton of time with it, but this game is. It's great. I, I just love it. I, I love the the visuals. I love the music and you know the the way this I've never played a game that was a story it's it's storytelling, but there's not a single word or single spoken written or spoken word in the game. It's all imagery and left to you left to you to try to start to figure out or think you know what's going on. So it's a very interesting game. You know, low cost to get into it, and I think um, 
I think everybody should uh, should try Hyperlight Drifter. And then my uh, my last to round out the top three of 2016 is I gotta follow Jesse's point. Final Fantasy 15, my first Final Fantasy game I ever finished. Really, my first Final Fantasy game that I've put a lot of any time into. I was blown away. I was driven by the story. I I connected to the characters. I I hated the the enemy. It, like every every aspect of the game like hit hit the proper note for me where it continued to either anger me or or make me feel you know emotion in in the way that it was meant to be i thoroughly enjoyed that game uh, so yeah those would be my top three for 2016 so for me let's start on number three not surprising it made the list pokemon moon Ooh, yuck. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still having a ton of fun with this game. I have, uh, you know, it, it has its drawbacks, but at the same time, it's still Pokemon. It's still very fun. I've enjoyed training a lot of the new monsters I've come across, and um, it's been a fun experience. I haven't finished it yet. I haven't put, you know, a ton of time into it. about 30 hours in, where considering other Pokemon games, I'm... 300 hours in so it's still still a very fresh experience to me but it certainly has to make my list of favorite games i played this year um i don't need to elaborate on it any further overwatch my second favorite game i played in 2016 you know you guys hit hit on the head all the reasons why overwatch is great and uh why i've had fun with it as well as you guys uh and my favorite game i played this year mortal kombat xl oh okay um i'm a big mortal kombat fan Due to, you know, I got, you know, the PS4 is a gift from you guys last Christmas. You hopped right into Destiny, Battlefront, uh, you know, free, uh, you know, PSN games, Rayman Legends. You know, that was the early part of my year. Um, you know, got married, was busy all summer, then hit into Overwatch. And then, you know, finally picked up Mortal Kombat XL as a gift for my birthday. And that's been my last two months of gaming. And I find myself not going more than about 48 hours with craving playing that game just getting a few fights in just running a ladder just getting some training in with one of my favorite characters i'm constantly drawn back into it in a way that i'm very surprised about i i I got pulled into destiny when we're playing destiny you know we're in a rhythm i love getting into that but this is something that's been on my own a lot of times play destiny was playing it with you guys Right. This is like, oh man, I really wanna wanna start practicing with this new character. I really wanna play with this new character. And I've played a lot online with Sci-Fi AJ, but you know, it's it's I'm surprised at the single the fun of the single experience I've had with learning new characters. I feel like there's only three or four characters in the first few months I've been playing with that I've learned really well. And that means there's a whole rest of the roster that even into twenty seventeen I'm gonna be able to develop my skills for and keep playing and just keep loving. That's cool. That's good. Yeah. All right. So then my uh, the follow-up to that is I want to go around and talk about the top three 2017 most anticipated games. We'll start with Jazzy. Well, number one's no-brainer, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, yep. Number two, Horizon – no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super pumped for Horizon Zero Dawn. Can't wait to get my hands on that game. I will take a week off of work to to put all the time I need to into this game. Super pumped for it. Um, also, to kind of go uh, a blast in the past, played a ton of this series as a kid. Absolutely loved it. 
and I'm excited to see how it's going to do in 2017, Sonic Mania. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. And we've seen some new gameplay of that just recently. It looks, uh, you know, Sega, maybe Sega's actually doing something right. Yeah, it fe- feels like Sonic, so I'm super pumped for that. Um, my third one, I'm going to, I don't want to say honorable mention because I'm going to put it at three, but I came out like super pumped for this game. It has a lot of the uh, concepts and things that I, that I personally relate to in it that I like. And the more that I seen, the more I heard about it, the more I got upset that I, f- I was like, man, maybe this isn't going to be as good as I thought it was. Oh, man. But I'm going to go ahead and oh, just man. not listen, watch, or read anything else on it till it comes out. And oh, I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a play. Oh man. Scale. I knew it. <laughs> scale. Don't so, do it. Scale bound. Scale bound's on its way back. Scale bound's on its way back, it baby. Looks, it looks bad. On its it, way back. Scale bound. Scale bound. The E3 trailer made it look unplayable. Yeah. It was, it was rough, but uh, that's why I'm just going to, you know, we shelter never, myself from anything scale bound until it comes out, and then I'm going to give it, it its best effort. That means we, you'll actually have to play your Xbox. We yes. never, we never have. For the first time. Yeah. The second time. We <laughs> never give up on platinum games, okay? Yep. We don't, we don't, we don't do that. Honorable mention, though. I will throw one. Oh, honorable here we mention. go. Now you get four, huh? Yep. Star Trek's Bridge Crew VR. Oh my! I knew God. he was going to say oh that. I saw. That. I looked. I looked at the list of oh the games this year. I was like, God. Oh, jazz game. Why aren't you playing Star Trek Online? That's free. Uh, yeah. Free to play. Is, uh, yeah, it's a great I, game. I heard. Yeah. If it's free to fl- play, it's probably just as good as League of Legends. Yeah. I play. I played the fifth. So what are your games? <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my top three for 2017. Number one. No Man's Sky update. Ooh, good one. <laughs> no. Good one. I forgot about <laughs> Horizon that. Horizon Zero Dawn, <laughs> of course, is uh, is my number one. Uh, my number two is going to be Injustice 2. I was thinking that for my list as Where well. Were you? I, I loved Injustice. That was, that was one of those games, like you for Mortal Kombat XL, where I thoroughly enjoyed the single-player aspect, learning a lot of the different characters, spending a lot of time in that game on the solo side, which is, is not common for me within a fighter. So I, uh, I'm excited for that, plus the continuation of the Injustice storyline, which I, I did enjoy the first one. So You want a quick side note surprise? What's that? I don't think I've ever played Injustice. Really? I bought it as a birthday or Christmas gift last year. For It was a Christmas gift last year. I gave it to Sci-Fi AJ. Yeah. I'm not sure if him and I ever played it together. I've never played it. Wow. I know it's like a $20 game right now, and I know as soon as MKX dies down on me a little bit, I'm going to pick up Injustice as my next fighting game. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's NetherRealm. Yeah, it's MK with a, with a different skin, yeah. but it's it's cool. I like it a lot. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for for Justice Two, and then number three on my list has to go to Cuphead. Uh, I gotta give some love to the indie side, and Cuphead is it, it looks amazing. It just I can't wait to tr- to play this game, and just it looks beautiful. So it's everything I could hope for, and then my honorable mention. Uh, since Jazzy got one, do it is I, I'm gonna have to go with Day One Launch. Of a updated Splatoon on the Switch. Ooh, I'm surprised that he didn't mention a game in this top. What game? He played so much of this game when the first one came out that, like, I would. Hey, Jay, can I come over? Like, we're re- we're starting to rekindle our friendship. You know, let's hang out. I can't. I'm playing this game. 
and that's South Park. Oh. <laughs> oh, Fractured Butthole? You know what the problem with Fractured Butthole is? <laughs> is that, yeah, I played a lot of that of the first South Park game, which was uh, Stick of Truth, but Jade stole that. So Brick Bitch stole that game from me, and uh. she um, she played 100% of that game. She played through it the entire time, and I just, uh, I kind of lost. It was one of those games that because we were in a small room living in our friend's house, I kind of saw a lot of what was going on, so I lost interest in ever going back to that game. I may, st- I still would enjoy this new South Park game, but it's one of those games where I'm like, well, I never finished the last one. I don't know if I'm going to get into this one. It is turn-based-ish, which is a uh, turn-off to me. Personally, I just don't like that style as much anymore, and uh, yeah, I'm much more excited for the the other games I, that I stated. All right, so let's roll up the top three. Number three, I went ahead and found speculation on what the PC specs would need to be for Cuphead, <laughs> and I believe my computer will play cl- Cuphead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did it before buying my computer. I was like, "So what? Do, what do people think the specs are going to be?" And I was like, "Okay, I think my computer will play Cuphead. I'm going to buy it, buy this computer because it's supposed to launch on the Windows platform for PCs. So um, because I'm not going to buy an Xbox One, so I plan on playing Cuphead there. That will be a a PC game purchase for me, which is unusual. Very number two, ukulele." Of course. I loved Banjo-Kazooie back in the day. I am very excited to play this, and I'm not sure Pokiel has ever played Banjo-Kazooie. I'll have to ask her later. I'm not sure she's ever played it, and so it could be a super fun experience for her and I to play together. It's the type of game she loves, and it's the spiritual successor, so I'm super excited to get into that one. And uh, this is actually surprising for me because as hard as we rag on Jazzy about uh, about this sort of thing, um, I don't normally get super hyped for Zelda, but I am. I'm really hyped for Breath of Wild. Yeah, I mean... I'm getting a Switch. <laughs> Even if I don't get it till June, I'm getting one eventually. And um, I'm going to play this game, and I'm super excited to dive in because the last Zelda game I got into was Twilight Princess, and I was a little disappointed with it. It starts off really strong until until you become a wolf. Yes, and we've gone over that I hate Wolf Link. Yeah. So I'm excited for a new Zelda experience. It looks like it's going to be beautiful. It's supposed to be more of an open world. I'm I'm very excited to try this new Zelda out, and that's my number one. My honorable mention, I'll go with Injustice 2. Okay. You know, you threw it out there. I was considering even putting it in my list, um, but because I haven't played Injustice 1, my hype level isn't real high, but I would imagine that, you know, Injustice 1's like a $20 game at this point or less, so I imagine I'll be uh, buying that one sometime in 2017 to get ready for Injustice 2. So you missed out on it being free for PlayStation Plus? Yes. Okay. That was before I got my, my PlayStation. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Well, there you go. There's our uh, our top games for 2016 that we played, our most anticipated games for 2017. Let us know what your uh, you know your favorite games from this year were and what you're looking forward to the most for next year. Head on over to the GameZilla group on Facebook. And uh, you can leave we can start up a chat there. I think Jazzy will probably get a poll going for Horizon Zero Dawn because anything that he can use that word with, he'll do it. And, um, you know, if you uh, 
head on over to our Facebook page, just our normal Motor City Gaming page. You can also chime in there on some of your favorite games. So, yeah. I think uh, with that being said, we should probably move on to some emails. The FBI has just sent a letter to informing them that they have discovered new emails. Downloading GameZilla emails from info at MotorCityGaming.com. Okay, Jassy, fiddle your GameZilla mailbox is up to date. That's right, it's that time. You write them, we read them. It's time for emails here on the GameZilla podcast. Send your questions into info at MotorCityGaming.com or post them on our GameZilla group of our Facebook page. And if you are lucky enough to be chosen by the twin titans of gamings themselves, we will answer your questions live on the cast. We're the twin titans. That's right. Ethan's I already made an inappropriate. This. I already made an inappropriate joke about it last week, so <laughs> we're gonna move on. Moving on. <laughs> too soon. I get it. I don't need to be a twin titan. You guys look too similar. I'm. I'm. I'm happy to be the handsome person on this show. Right. I'm hideous. But it's okay. <laughs> I like that you dance. You dance to our, our bad music. You're like, I'm hideous. Put your hands up. I'm just, just jamming. I'm just getting ready. I'm just getting ready for something we can't talk about yet, but I'm getting ready. <laughs> All right. Our first question comes from Brayden. Good afternoon, oh. you Snowden pile of human excrements. Yep. Well, I heard most of the snow is melted. I'm sure all of the dead grass and trees look quite beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> you are <a> dick. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I've been in 86-degree paradise for the last week, so Michigan can suck these nuts. These nuts! <laughs> I'm writing in to you today to discuss the matter of Pokemon beatings. I have repeatedly attempted to brush blow dry, and even towel off my Pokemon, yet all I can seem to do is beat them over (laughs) and over again. Has anyone experienced the same Pokemon transmutations that I have? I love this cute little bastards, but I can't seem to stop beating them with my stylist. Game on, and I'll see you next year. The player with the most flavor, Crazy Uncle Brayden. (laughs) This is true. He brings up a good point. The whole, like, brushing and blow-drying part of Pokemon is so dumb. Why do you have to do that? Like, maybe our our resident Pokemon expert, Ebone, can tell us why you have to beat your Pokemon. We've talked about this. (laughs) We have, because you beat them a lot. Well, I want my Pokemon to act right. (laughs) So I have... (laughs) Sometimes you have to slap them around a little bit. So... I don't know what it is, and it must be like a childlike connection to the game, but there's that part of me that feels like I love my Pokemon more. When I blow dry, I'm like, oh, Incineroar, you're all wet? Don't worry. Let me blow dry you. Oh, Lycanroc, you're hungry? Let me feed you. And it's clearly... Because I'm an insane person. See, I'm the opposite. I look at my Rowlet. Star- I look at my Rowlet, and it's got like, like, like uh, fuzz knots all over its body, and I'm just like, <laughs> no, I'm not brushing you. Fight better, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't know why that's even a thing. In my this whole game, my I, whole question I, is that these are wild Pokemon before we catch them, right? Yeah. 
Are you telling me these Pokemon were incapable of taking care of themselves once you what, before we caught them? Like, did they all look like shit before we caught them, whoa. and now we're just combing them and brushing them? Whoa, whoa, wait a second. You make these little creatures fight for money. You don't have the decency to take 15 seconds and brush it off? No, I make them fight for money. I'm Michael Vick. I don't, I don't, need, I don't need to make them look good. They just need to win me money. Grim, how many Michael Vick jerseys do you own? Four. No, really. How many do you own? Five. No, no, seriously though, how many do you own? I think five. Is it? Do you seriously own five? I thought you own like two. No, I own five. <laughs> oh, I have. Let's see here. I have uh, a home and away on the Falcons. I have a Philly, Philadelphia Eagles. I have a Virginia Tech before he got drafted. So four. So four. I got four. This guy owns like eight animals. And he's all in on Michael Vick. <laughs> oh yeah, and Michael Vick lives in my basement. He's got a point though. Like my name, my dog can Michael lick Vick. its own crotch. I don't need to lick its crotch for him. Like, take care of yourself, Pokemon. <laughs> you don't need to, but you do. <laughs> Apparently, that that's what this terrible, game's telling me. That was a this game's telling me you could have picked anything, but you went right for the crotch yeah. and licking. <laughs> yeah, that's because uh, that's what they're trying you to stay teach the me. Fuck away from my Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care that I don't take care of them. I don't need you licking their crotch. <laughs> and his corgis to, to both. Yeah, yeah, you stay a hell away uh, from my corgis. No wonder Loki gives you his belly all the time. Yeah, he flips that's right over when up. I come over. <laughs> Because he knows. Be like, it's cleaning time. <laughs> I, I even had trouble saying that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like, I, yeah, I like that you you verbally acknowledge that you were going too far. Right? Yeah, like, I yeah. Had trouble with that By one. the way, I hate that mechanic in the game. You like it, I do not like it. I, I, no, I no. rarely, I, I rarely ever even go into it. I don't like it. I don't like doing it, but I understand because Pokemon's a children's game. Why, like, they put it in there for kids. Like, it's just like, I never had a Tamagotchi, but I get why people liked it. And it's it's the same idea just with your Pokemon. I hate doing it. I'm like, I was like, why are you filthy again? I'm not blow draining you. You weren't even fighting a water Pokemon. That's but. Yeah, that's the problem, too. But it, it doesn't it's even for make children. It's sense. a children's game. The game's made for seven So they're olds. teaching children to be stupid because, like, hey, when you fight a, uh, you know, a sand-based Pokemon, desert-based Pokemon, all of a sudden you got to blow-dry your Pokemon because they're wet. Maybe they got aroused. Okay. Well, I guess you got a point there. <laughs> <laughs> it's only the female Pokemon that just get damp. I hate, I, I hate that mechanic, though. Not a fan. Uh, I, I will have to say that I agree with him that when I first I, – because, you know – Hey, it's part of the game. Let me see. Maybe this will make them like more powerful. Or nope. I don't see any difference whatsoever. First of all, oh, they if, look better. If you have a Pokemon like a a Golbat that you want to evolve into a Crobat, I believe happiness is part of that. Bullshit. That's dumb. So it with is. certain Pokemon, you need to do that. Or if you want to like a Sylveon, it's based on like friendship. So like part of that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it for all the Pokemon I don't want. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, you were talking about Crobat like that. Crobat <laughs> is awesome. Crobat's one of my favorite Pokemon. Crobat's a bitch. Just you like know that's not just true. like you. You know that's not true. You know I know. I'm just trying I just to, to train on you. I'm just trying to rough rough you. Listen, Brain got me all upset because he's bragging about being in nice weather when we freeze our asses off. Hey, guess who's going to Florida in March? I don't care. Me! <laughs> WrestleMania, baby. Oh, my When do you guys gosh. go to San Antonio? No one cares because I'm going to Florida. <laughs> We're going to San Antonio before you go to Florida, so that's good. Yeah. I will agree with Brayden. We're going to go play the Switch without oh, you. Yeah, Switch. I knew there was a reason. And I'm going to take photos of I my knew there dick was a out reason on I and stole, send it to you. <laughs> I knew there was a reason I stole Jazzy's identity, and so I can steal his <laughs> yeah. tickets. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. 
Uh, but the Wonder Woman packs tickets haven't shown in my house yet. They're probably in his fucking pocket. Same thing with your last shit. few pay stubs. <laughs> <laughs> I will agree with him on this though. Like the touch sensitivity on the 3DS is horrible. So it's like you couldn't just like hold your finger on the screen or their stylus on the screen and like brush your Pokemon. No, you had to like break your fucking finger. Yeah, because it's not a true multi-touch uh, touchscreen. It's yeah. bullshit. Yeah. It's archaic technology, and they're still just toting around the 3DS like it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be around after the Switch comes out. Come on, we know that's a lie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep telling us, Nintendo. Nintendo Go ahead. is a, is clearly lying to everyone. They're like, the Wii U is gonna be around for a decade. The we're gonna continue to support the Wii U, and it's like the Switch. A Switch trailer came out, and they're like, tomorrow we're gonna stop making Wii U's. <laughs> <laughs> that was that's accurate. That's about how it went down. Yeah. They they um, were hyping it up like we're not bailing on this. We're not bailing on this. They're like uh, we are bailing on this. <laughs> <sighs> well, thanks for the question, Braden. Uh, continue to love them, but stop fucking brushing them because it's pointless. Love them, Braden. Treat your Pokemon right. <laughs> that that way your Pokemon will grow up to be superior. Superior Golbats. You do not talk about go back that way. <laughs> All right, our next question is from Xander. I got a copy of Final Fantasy 15 for Christmas. Nice. And I plan on starting it soon. Do you guys have any advice for me as I begin my quest? Also, so Ethan can have something to answer. I got my wife a copy of Fire Red for Christmas. Do you have any advice for her as she begins her first Pokemon quest outside of Pokemon Go? Well, well bef- do you guys want to do your Final Fantasy? Or you want to give me give me to no, Sarah? We'll, we'll hear. Yeah, go ahead and give your advice. So, Xander, I don't know if you're going to play this for Sarah. If you're just going to relay relay it, but Sarah, I'm super proud of you for uh, deciding you want to take this next step as a Pokemon trainer. Uh, the first things first. If you wanna, if you wanna gain true heart as a trainer, you pick Charmander. You pick the hard road. You grind it out. If you want to be a slacker, you pick Bulbasaur or Squirtle, and you just breeze through those first couple gyms. So now that we've decided you're going to pick Charmander, (laughs) (laughs) make sure you grind it in the Viridian Forest. You know, go ahead and get a Butterfree before you make it out of the Viridian Forest. This is getting real dirty sounding. That way... That way you'll have a Butterfree. It'll know a Psychic Attack, Confusion. It's a special attack. It'll help you get through uh, Brock a little bit easier. Um, it also doesn't hurt to uh, search to the uh, west of Viridian City and find yourself a, a Nidoran, either a male or female variety. Take your pick. It doesn't hurt to you know have that early on. And also, find yourself a Pikachu in the Viridian Forest. There is a 2% chance uh, per encounter. So, you know, if you do... Uh, 20 encounters there, you know, you have a, have a chance to actually find one. But if you just breeze right through, you're only going to find Weedles. That's all you're going to get in Red Version is Weedles. So, um, you know, I'm happy to give more tips for her as as things go on. But start Charmander, gain the true heart of a trainer, and don't uh, cop out with Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur for life. See, you don't want to go down the same path <laughs> Jazzy went down. Love me some Bulbasaur. All right, Graham. Uh, Final Fantasy fifteen. What is our advice for this My advice man who's going to lose the next sit, three weeks of his life? Sit back and enjoy the ride. No, I mean, my real advice is to that first open area map, the uh, continent that you're on, 
spend plenty of time in there. Do do a lot of side missions. Build your build your person up. And the big thing I could say is save up your uh, your currency, build up a ton of experience, and then go sleep at the uh, hotel down at the coast that you'll quickly discover, like second mission or whatever, second chapter, um, because that that's two times multiplier on the experience. So you have to sleep to level up. And if you sleep at like a campfire, yeah, you can you can get food and stuff like that. But you but you just get the raw experience. If you got twenty thousand, then you're getting twenty thousand. But if you go down to that hotel and you spend ten thousand gold or ten whatever the currency is called, I can't even remember. Um, then you, it's called gill, isn't it? Gill, yes. Yeah. Uh, you spend you spend ten thousand gill, then you're gonna get forty thousand experience, and you're gonna be able to level yourself quicker, uh, be allowing opening up more of the world to you, so that you can explore more of it while you're there, versus exploring it post game when you finish the main storyline. So, I uh, I I enjoy doing a lot of that. Yep. And to help you get gill, because early game it's really tough, but you will find. A person that wants you to take f- photographs and do all of his quests that he gives you, because he dumps a whole crap ton of gill on you after each quest. Yeah, you can't finish his last one until you actually leave the uh, leave so. the first area. But yep. but yeah, he that's that is a good way to build up a lot of gill. Uh, oh, another good tip is the random items that you find ar- around the world. Save them. Don't just go off and sell them all like I was doing. Because it turns out that some of your weaponry, some of your primary weaponry, is upgradable by uh, certain people in the game, and you need certain, uh, you know, f- items to be able to do it. Uh, so yeah, that that would suck if you sell one of those and then you can't upgrade your weapon. But which also is a quest, which also gives you experience and it also gives you more gill. So. Make sure that uh, you're holding on to some of that in the, those uh, those things, especially like if you have like you know four or five of something, then feel free to sell it off. Just don't sell it all off. That's that's that was what I was doing. I was trying to keep at least some of a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, <laughs> like game play aside, I think you kind of started off very well in the fact that you need to get Sarah hooked on Pokemon. <laughs> because you're probably about to lose the next three weeks of your life to this game because it's so good. You don't want to put it down. You want to play it all the time. So if you could just make sure that she's hooked on Pokemon so she's got her own thing going on so you could spend that time playing Final Fantasy fifteen, you'll be better off. That's a good point. That's a very good point. <laughs> but you'll definitely have to keep us updated on what you think of it because Graham and I both have finished the game. We love it. We obviously don't want to give any spoilers out for fans that haven't, uh, you know, been able to complete this game yet. But we recommend it to everybody and everybody, anybody and everybody, everybody, or everybody, 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 and everybody, and everybody. Thanks for the question, Xander. I'm not playing it. Good. <laughs> yeah, I, I want you to play it. Yeah. Good. Go. I don't want to have fun with you guys. Good. Yeah. I'm playing Last of Us. Go reinstall fucking Battleborn. Yeah. Just delete every game on your system that starts with the word battle. You'll be all right. <laughs> I have two. <laughs> <laughs> Next one is from Button Master Caleb. Hello, my fellow Game Boys. Hey, that was what I wanted us to call us initially. <laughs> the yeah, original the name game, of the podcast was the, the Game Boys. The game, game Boys <laughs> with a Z. Yeah. I have a quickie for you. Ooh. 
What year was better for gaming? 2016 or 2015? Also, what was your most disappointing game you played this year? <laughs> For me, it would be Overwatch. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> go <laughs> to put, hell. He puts, hold on, hold on. He puts, nah, oh, just yeah. message because I love it. y'all. Okay. I don't play many bad games because Motor City Gaming saves me from them. Mine is not a 2016 game, but Journey was uh, just too hyped and I hated it. Killed. Raise a glass to all the people we lost this past year. Screw you, 2016. Friend of the show, BMC. All right, let's raise a special glass. A can of high C Ecto Cooler. A nice little gift that was delivered to our doorstep thanks to BMC himself. So we appreciate the uh, the early gift. And um, here's here it is to all the people we lost in 2016. Can together, okay, as I knock over my mic like an idiot. All right. <laughs> to Harambe and Carrie Fisher. Screw the rest of the people that died. They didn't mean anything to me. <laughs> wow. Horrible. Wow. Okay. Um, well, well he um, died most, last year because yeah. that was my tragic loss. I'll start with most disappointing game this year, No Man's Sky. No, you're, taking it, out of, you're taking it out of order. you got to sit here and say what year was better, 2016 or 2015. Oh, okay, we're going to do that first. That's what he asked first. 2015. Why? Uh, Fallout 4 and The Witcher 3. You don't like Fallout 4. Fa- I, I love Fallout both of those 4 games. Was I not loved that- both of those games. Did you like Witcher 3 better than Final Fantasy 15? Ooh, it'd be close. I'm going to say yes. <sighs> Taking King was in 2015, right? Yes. Okay, there's a point for 2015. Yeah, it kind of re-sparked Destiny. Kind of? I mean, did. <laughs> but kind of, I mean, did. I mean, did. <laughs> uh, yeah, with the Take King, I guess I got to go with 2015. When did I get Transformers Devastation? Was that 2015? Yeah. Because even though so. that game's not like like up there for many people, it's, uh, it's very special to me. I understand. I've played it. It's great. <laughs> by, and I, by played it, I mean I think I've played like five hours of it, but yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. I've played the whole game. Yeah. You've almost played the whole game, though. It's a good job. <laughs> and we all know I'll never touch it again at this point. Yeah, that, right. Yeah. You got Last of Us. Okay. Now for the most disappointing game uh, that we played this year. Go ahead, Jazzy. No Man's Sky. You didn't play No Man's Sky. Okay, fine. If I you didn't think I played No Man's Sky, then I'm going to go ahead and say my most disappointing game that I played this year in 2016, and I'm going to hope that I don't get hit for this. Battleborn. <laughs> I can't hit you for that. I got to agree with you. You know, not, <laughs> not to steal your thunder, but my most disappointing game of 2016 was Battleborn. <laughs> yeah. So, I was I was really bummed. Like as much like hype as I joke into Battleborn, it was a huge disappointment to me. Yeah. I you know I, I've defended the single player campaign a couple times here, and I still think that is really fun. But overall, the game's a miserable failure. Yeah, absolutely. And you never did play No Man's Sky. I didn't have to play. I'm just no saying. Guy. I'm you just never saying. played That's not the question. Everybody's the question isn't what was the most disappointing game you watched Grim play. Yeah, exactly. 
I'm I'm answering for the mass of fans that have played this game. No, okay, no. It you're says not the voice you, of the people. The Jazzy. voice you of play. the people. You're not. <laughs> you're the opposite you. of that. I am the you're voice. The voice of everyone's anus. Of ev- well, th- that's probably what they got. They would rather the played with their anus than No Man's Sky. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, maybe that's true. <laughs> oh, man. My most disappointing game of 2016 that I played would have to be Overwatch. Disappointed that it was so good? Yeah. I honestly, I'm going to say Battleborn over No Man's Sky. Yeah. Yeah. That's how bad Battleborn was. At least No Man's Sky, there was at, at one point, for a very small snippet, I was intrigued. I was like, Man, what's what's this game going to become? And then I realized nothing, and that it was a giant shell of shit. But <laughs> Battleborn was a was a giant pile of shit from the get go. It was like got in first level. I'm like, I don't like this. Just maybe I'll play a little bit more and I'll change my mind. And it was I just never ever connected to that game, as many people did. I would like to go ahead on the show and just get this out there. And this is this is rare, so it's a good thing we're recording this, but I would like to personally apologize to both Deadite Knight and Grimlock the Dino. What the fuck? Because I was the one that got you both in the battle for me. <laughs> like I was like, man, this is gonna be cool. It was let's your do, fault. Let's do, let's do this. With, without you, I may have picked Doom over Battleborn. <laughs> but we all know I don't have room in my hard drive apparently for Doom. So, oh my goodness, yeah, I, I bought it out of pity. I, I know. That's how I feel. Bad. And I still am mad at you. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. So those are our disappointing games. Uh, what, what was the? Was there another question to this? Nope. Slain? Let's throw Slain out there as a, like, uh, yeah. a honorable mention. Mobile, Pokemon Go. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, man. <laughs> Actually, Pokemon Go was an immense disappointment to me. I was ex- very excited for the game, and what did I play it for? Nine days, and I was like, this is stupid. Yeah. See, I played a lot of Pokemon Go, so I can't sit there and say it was my most disappointing. I would I would have to pick, uh, probably, man. I played I played a whole maybe twenty minutes of Mario Run and I was like, nope, not interested. Yeah. But but slain <sighs> slain in the handheld for sure. Well, leave a comment on our Facebook Gamezilla page, but Magic Caleb, and let us know what your most disappointing game was. Because uh clearly you rely a lot on MCG to save you, so I want to know which game we didn't save you from this past year. Overwatch. All right. Twice. (laughs) And our last question is from Ecto Cooler. Ecto Cooler. As we drinketh your blood (laughs) while we speak. (sighs) So good. You taste so. Oh, wait. Yeah, that that was weird. (laughs) That just just got a little strange. (laughs) Really weird. Greetings, friends. 2016 has been a killer year, literally. Ooh, ooh, too soon. Too soon. (laughs) (sighs) I made a 9-11 joke, and I even thought your joke was too soon. (laughs) You have the ability to raise one celebrity from the dead, but you have to sacrifice a living one to do so. Who do you bring back, and who do you send to the grave? Drink up, Ecto Cooler. Oh boy! 
I mean, I'm glad that you jumped onto his nickname so fast. I, oh, yeah. I am, I am pumped for that. Um, he doesn't boy. leave any stipulations in this, so I got this. It's easy for me. I'm bringing back Chris Farley, and I'm putting Ben Affleck down. Whoa, Ben Whoa. Affleck! I hate Ben Out Affleck. Out of all the people, I hate Ben Affleck. I thought he, I think he's a terrible actor. I don't like anything he's done, and he married my childhood crush, Jennifer Garner. Fine, Ruined her life. Fine. He's a better. He's a better Batman than Christian Bale. Fine, I'm bringing back. Batman's horrible. His Batman is better than Christian Bale's Batman. Batman is not horrible. Batman you are a horrible garbage. person <laughs> that thinks Superman is better than Batman. Because he is. He is not. Because he is. No. He's not. No. The most generic, overhyped, overpowered person with the shittiest fucking backstory. Okay. I'm an alien okay. that's allergic to rocks and gets my power from the sun. And a symbol of hope. And when enemies <laughs> in trouble, I just know and I go right to them. <laughs> Whereas when I'm Batman, I have to have somebody shine a fucking flashlight in the sky so I know where the damage and all oh, the damage. Where I know all the dangers <laughs> are. Not, that's fucking not, horrible. Yeah, yeah that was just, a terrible example. <laughs> you just made, it re- made me realize why Superman's even worse than he, I thought Get he out was. Of here. You guys are hot garbage. Who is your two? <laughs> I'll tell you who my two is. I'm bringing back Carrie Fisher and I'm sending Jennifer Garner to the grave. Because oh, I fucking hate you. Damn. <laughs> but how would we know about our frequent flyer miles? <laughs> That's true. Jennifer Garner does have the hook up on the airlines. I do like your Chris Farley one. Just don't agree with who you put in the grave for Chris yeah. Farley. Chris Farley, man. I mean, you could just trade Chris Farley the for world, Adam Sandler and we'd all be happy. The world would be a better place with Chris Farley in it right now. This is true. Adam Sandler hasn't done much lately. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for ending anyone's life. This is a terrible question and just a horrible decision to play God with. But I watched a clip of Chris Farley on on one of like a Tonight Show that just popped up randomly. I was like, my God, do I miss this crazy (laughs) son of a bitch? Yep. I thought the dude was going to die on stage. (laughs) Seriously. I think yeah. he was high on cocaine. Like, oh, uh, of course. He was <laughs> He was on uh, methamphetamines and just running wild. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Who who do I – what celebrity do I want to get rid of? Like, which one do I hate? Oh, I mean, I know. I got an answer for you. It's music for music. Okay, let's let's hear it. I'm sure – what, what celebrity am I bringing back? We're bringing back Lemmy. Of course. That's, that was what I was leaning towards. And you're going to get rid of Gene. Gene? Simmons. Oh, I hate jeans. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the to thing. the point where I said his name, and he was like, "Who the hell's that?" <laughs> I was like a gray, like I love Jean Grey. Um, <laughs> Jean Grey, <laughs> Grey's not even a person. Um, man, I, but here's the thing. I put a fictional character in the ground. <laughs> Give me Here, the bag. Here's the thing, though. Gene Simmons is completely irrelevant at this stage of life. True. I want to save the world from something. You know who I hate. Who's that? Rihanna. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Her music is complete. It makes people retarded. (laughs) All she does is just repeat a word like, 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 isn't she the one who does, I don't want to go to work, work. Mark, isn't that one of her songs? I have no idea. And then she, I have no clue. Ella, Ella. All she does is just <laughs> repeat words. Cake, 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 cake. It ain't even your birthday. Cake, 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 cake. I hate Rihanna so much. Because my wife likes to listen to the pop stations. That's fine. People can listen to whatever they want until Rihanna comes on. And I'm like, this song is making me stupid. What do you think of Lady Gaga? 
Lady Gaga is fine. Okay. I I think she's okay. I think she's an actual artist. I think she's interesting. Um, I'm just she, trying to she, shift gears here before he blows an no, artery. Yeah, her as a personality. I'm not like one of those people that's like super anti pop stars. But if your music's retarded, I don't want anything to do with you. And I think Rihanna's music is what awful. What about the song that she does with Eminem, where he wrote it and she just sings? Yeah, but you could put any other vocalist in that spot, and it would be just as good. Like I don't, I don't see any value in Rihanna. Yeah. Okay. Like I'm not saying I want her to get beat by Chris Brown, but I am saying I want her dead to bring back one of the greatest <laughs> rock stars that ever existed, rock and roll incarnate, Lemmy. Okay. <sighs> this is the third time this episode I've talked about Lemmy. It's been I, tomorrow will be a year to the date. And I'm still very beat up about it. Man, God, I hate Rihanna. I bet my wife can hear me through the floor right now because she's upstairs, just being mad about Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't even know if all those songs are her, but I blame her for them. <laughs> I'd also bring back Steve Jobs to hopefully save Apple from the horrible direction yeah, they're give heading. Us, give us back Steve Jobs. That dude, that dude was weird, though. You know, he was I mean, not that he's a great dude. Like, like there's plenty of stories of how, of how weird he was and, issue, and some of the bad things maybe he did. But, like, the products that I loved and the Apple that I knew, it's been dead when Steve Jobs was gone. Real quick side note. If Lemmy's having too, too much fun kicking it in the afterlife, I'd bring back Harold Ramis as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As I drink my Acto Cooler, I'd bring back Harold Ramis. Oh, yeah. Let's just bring back the Crocodile Hunter. And we'll put down Wendy Williams. I mean, what? <laughs> what? What? Where did you put? Where? In what? <laughs> where did that even come from? Because I hate Wendy Williams, so I was like, bring back anybody. <laughs> Wendy? Why do you even care about Wendy Williams? How does she? How does Wendy Williams get into your life where you care that much? <laughs> because every fucking time I go in the break room at work, she's got her fucking talk show on. It seems like it doesn't matter what time I go to break. If it's at this time, she's on. If it's at this time, she's fucking on. It's just, she's like, her show is based around when I'm on fucking lunch. And why do you want the crocodile hunter back? <laughs> of all people, yeah. he's just some idiot that wrestles gators. Like, that oh, was crikey. great. He wasn't that great. You know, like, people wrestling gators? There's a million dudes that wrestle gators. You're just mad because he did all those horrible things to snakes. Maybe I'm a little personal about the way he abuses reptiles. Yeah, those are his people, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. Well, wait, wait, Grim. Do you have like a worthless celebrity that you'd waste a resurrection on? I like. I'm trying to even. I thought of one that I'll get rid of. I'm just trying to think of a stupid celebrity that I'd bring back. I, Pee Wee. He's not dead. Yeah, Paul Rubin's still alive. <laughs> oh, I thought he died a long time ago. Jeez. What? <laughs> he was dead to me forever. <laughs> oh, man. I'm done. I have no one. <laughs> I have no one. I'm trying to think of the stupidest celebrity I've I can't with. beat Jazzy on this one. He won this one, okay? Yeah, that's right. Wendy Who's Williams is horrible. the dumbest celebrity I would bring back? No. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no I got one. No. No, it's not Wendy Williams. It's that you're horrible. You, your decision is bad, and I can't come up with a worse decision. Okay. I, I have a worthless celebrity I would kill to get a worthless celebrity back. Let's hear it. Give me Billy Mays back. <laughs> and you can have Dr. Oz. That dude's a turd. <laughs> I miss Billy Mays commercials, and I've met Billy Mays in person. I would 100% jump on board with you on this one. Absolutely. Why do I keep putting these in front of you? If we're talking, yeah, if we're gonna get rid of stupid daytime hosts. Get rid of Doctor Oz. Yeah. Yep. 
Anybody with a the name, anybody with a doctor in front of him, get rid of him. We keep Phil. He's kind of a he's kind of a lovable idiot. Yeah. Okay, if you say so. Bonus question: What's the best gaming gift you received this year? Ecto cooler. Hmm. I mean, I'm trying to think if I got anything gaming related that wasn't the copy of Last of Us my cousin got me. I'm getting a Switch, so I'm going to throw that out there. My my wife has promised to let me buy a Switch in March, so that's that. That's what I got for Christmas is a future Switch. What is the best gaming gift you received this year? I received the promise of my <laughs> wife letting me buy a Switch. Did I stutter, Jesse? You don't did not receive me. the Switch. Don't try to receive. Don't try to read the question again to make me sound <laughs> stupid. Okay. <laughs> I received the promise of being able to get a switch. Well, you didn't say promise the first time. Well, it you doesn't would have matter. Said the promise. Anyone who's listening who has an IQ over seventy understood what I was saying <laughs> that I'm getting a switch. You just made fun of anybody that listens that has an IQ under seventy. So. We probably don't right. have that, have that many fans that have an IQ of seventy or lower. <laughs> but if they do, they identify to Jazzy. They're here. I'm putting it in the doc so that when he like can't get his head, I I don't hope this upon you at all. But if he can't get his hands on a switch next year at all, I'm gonna read this question day one of 2018. I'll get one eventually. My wife said I can buy one. That is is that is as good as a gift card that says here you get a switch. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, mine's easy. It's my Vita. I think uh, I, I was surprised by it, and it's uh, something I've been wanting. So my metallic red Japanese imported Vita. Mine is. Oh, Jay, Jay, did you receive that, or is that still coming in the mail? Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't. Yeah, you. Oh, you have so to receive. technicality. You know, you're a douchebag. Said, no, time hold on, on. No. time out, time out, time out. Read that question word for word yes, right yes. now. What is the best gaming gift you received this year? That's right, my Vita, because I get it tomorrow. Yeah. Oh. So, so wait, so wait, so Jesse, you're gonna call out him for something he doesn't have in his hand? Yeah, because he'll receive it this year. <laughs> Just right. punch him. <laughs> you have you have the art. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> There's a stack of MCG armbands that literally has hit Jazzy in the face probably four, four times, yo, yo. and you moved them away from me because the first three times it was me. He goes, I, "Why do I keep putting these in front of you?" And so Ethan just I wouldn't on. normally lash out <laughs> violence like that, but I did. You really pushed me to my edge. <laughs> I'm all hopped up on Ecto Cooler and I get violent. Uh, what about you, Jazzy? Uh, well, I was going to say that my uh, X-Men mini pinball game that Ethan so graciously gave it me. But fuck you. I don't care about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> now it's going to be the game I bought myself. Super Mario Run. No, I'm just kidding. Don't. Uh, I can't say that. I can't say that. No, it's going to be the pinball machine. I love that thing. I, I played like an hour and a half of it, and I, I have it set up. And every time I walk by it, I'm like, man, I should, let me let me give. Let me. It's like one of those things you can't walk by without playing at least one round. Yeah, I haven't received my gift from um, from the Deadite Knights yet because I know there's something happening tonight. There's some gift exchanging so, happening after the so show. So maybe it's better than my Vita. I don't know. I wouldn't count on that. <laughs> You've known me a long time. You should not count on that. I, I think what I got you is cool, um, but it's not cooler than a red imported Vita. Okay. I'll stick with my answer then. 
Oh, very good. Very good. I'm sorry I threw those at you. <laughs> Grim led me astray. At least you apologized. Yeah, he led Grim's me astray. Like, I wouldn't normally Grim, lash yeah. out in violence like that. <laughs> I like just pointed at him. You did the rest. No, no, no. You did. No, you did like. You a, pointed at him? You gave me a palpatine. <laughs> you were like, kill him. I did. Oh, no. I completely fueled it. I know I fueled God, it. That's kill like him. getting a promise to throw them at me. <laughs> oh, God. Do it. Do it. Kill him. Did you hear what he said to you? No, he was. He didn't busy. even pay attention. <laughs> yeah. He just That's mocked right. you. That's all right. <sighs> I'm a mockery in myself. <laughs> about your promise. He mocked about your promise. When I get a switch and he doesn't, I'm not going to let him play it. He'll I know, get, bring it over here. He will get one before me. It's just destiny. I don't have the in at a retailer that you might have, though. Yeah, true. His in at his retailer yeah. hasn't worked out. Very how, yeah, well. how great has my my in at the retailer done with like you know say the NES Classic? Or the Hatchimals that the, I wanted. Fuck Hatchimals, yeah. all right? Wait, so... The, you want me to fucking... Wait, so you didn't get take the Hatchimals you're supposed to get me? No, <laughs> no uh, I didn't. Take the fucking Furby and I'll put it in a box and the same fucking thing. This is being an egg, Jazzy. I'll fucking cr- crush the corners <laughs> of the box. <laughs> if I don't get a Hatchimal tonight, I'm going to rage poop my pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Thanks gamer. a lot, Jazzy. I bought him underwear for Christmas, so we're good. Uh, <laughs> good call. Because <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. All right, thank you, everybody that sent in emails. Once again, you can send all of your questions into info at MotorCityGaming.com. It's a website. Nice. Oh, all right. Well, that's been our holiday uh, holiday episode. Super fantastic, awesome, delicious holiday episode because I, <laughs> <a plate, laughs> I brought a plate of cookies, so it's delicious. You did bring a plate of cookies. What? Yeah. yeah. Where are these cookies? I you left them upstairs. Yeah, I left them upstairs. That was my bad. I'll bring them in. I'll bring them downstairs I'm next time. I know it's it's been a letdown. Just delete the whole episode. <laughs> well, screw this. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to episode one thirty seven of the Gamezilla podcast. You can find us every Tuesday on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, Google Play, and of course MotorCityGaming.com. It's a website. We want to ask everyone to head on over to the Gamezilla group on Facebook. Uh, If you're not already a member, ask to join. It's a private group, and we all hang out all through the week talking about video games, posting, voting about polls as far as what we think, what game is better than this game, or is Jazzy really that stupid? You know, things like that. A few active members of the community like to post when they find a good deal on some games. Hey, hey, I saw this game half off at the store. It's on sale till this date. So, you know, just communicating with the community and helping people find uh, cheap games. Yeah, and it's super cool. We got members all the way in the U.K. that uh, it's it's fun to realize the differences in the gaming experiences across, uh, you know, across uh, the world. So, but, uh, yeah, so head on over there and join the group. And we will uh, we'll have fun there. That's also where you can leave a lot of questions for the show. You can really influence the future shows of the GameZilla podcast. If you didn't already get your friends a gift, your gamer friends, give them the gift of GameZilla. Tell them about your favorite gaming podcast and uh, share it on their wall. Send them a link or, you know, do whatever you got to do to get them listening to the best video game podcast on the entire internet, GameZilla. Jazzy, you got anything that you'd like to say for the holidays? Uh, no, no. I would like to thank everybody for the year that they have given us in influencing them, helping them, living through all of the games, good and bad, this year. And uh, here's to many more years. Yeah, and uh, 
I have a, a little gift that no one knows I was going to uh, do right this moment, and that is basically say we want to thank everybody for, like Jesse said, the, uh, an amazing couple of years that we've been bit by 8-bit, BXAB Gaming and Motor City Gaming, but uh, we want to let you know early next year, the GameZilla Alpha podcast will be launching. It'll be a new show in addition to our current show structure, and it will be a more focused show on a hot topic of the week that will be coming to you early next year, as well as you've been asking for it, we've been working hard, we got the new studio that you haven't seen pictures of, but it's happening, Live GameZilla. Woo, get the horn out! We going live, bitches! Live stream, you're going to be able to see my handsome face and both of their ugly ass faces on Twitch every single week and uh, brought right to you visual, and it will be beautiful. Yeah, so there will be more details for all of this coming up, but we wanted to give you a little gift during the holidays to let you know our big plans moving into the new year and uh, bringing you more content and additional ways to enjoy the content. So thank you so much for all the support, and we're looking forward to an amazing 2017 with everybody. So with that being said, uh, yeah. <laughs> See you next year. <laughs> <laughs> and until then, game, game on. on. What the hell was that? <laughs>